Hello, this is Jeff Johnston, host of the Living Undeterred podcast. Today I am doing a first. I'm doing a solo podcast. Um, been doing the podcast since January, so it's been about 11 months. And I've always had a guest or two. Even the live streams, we had a number of guests. So you are, you are in for a special treat. I have an awesome topic to talk about today that's close to my heart. A few weeks back on social media... I made a post and uh, I didn't anticipate the amount of uh, views and likes and comments, but it got me thinking about something. And I've talked about this quite a bit on, on the podcast. For those of you that are new, my podcast is about living undeterred. So finding ways to cope with what life throws at you and all the things that go with adversity and trauma and stress and anxiety that it seems like um, we are an overwhelmed country. And so... Quite often when you're stressed or anxiety or you need to relax, you have a beer. Uh, I did it for 35 years. And on December 24, 2017, I made the choice to stop drinking. And I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't do it for me. At the time uh, I made the decision, it was to support uh, someone else in my life that I cared about immensely that was battling with these issues. And so I thought if I quit, then maybe I could uh, could help that person as well. And also to honor our son, Seth, who died from a heroin overdose at the age of 23. And uh, alcoholism was a huge part of his road down, his descent um, with addiction, and ultimately his death, unfortunately. So I had, I had a lot of reasons to quit, um, to honor Seth, to help someone I cared about and to at the, you know, at the end of the day, help me as well. And here we are now going on what, four years. And I've can honestly say I've never been tempted. Uh, I've, I haven't considered having a drink. Um, for me, I decided that I wasn't going to play the narratives that everyone plays. I wasn't even going to refer to me as being sober because the word sober implies you are in a fight or a battle. And I wasn't going to use the word recovery or alcoholic or rehab or anything like that. I just kept it simple. I just made a choice not to drink. And I'm not, I'm not that intelligent. I'm not that smart. I never made honor roll in high school. And I went five years to graduate college. So I didn't want to make this a cerebral game where I'm battling myself in some some fist fight with some some demon trying to make me do something I didn't want to do. I, I didn't think it was that complicated. So I made the decision to quit drinking and never look back. I did miss drinking. I'm not going to lie to you. And I, but I can be honest, honest to tell you that I never sat there and looked at an alcoholic beverage and thought, boy, today's a day I'm going to, I'm going to fall off the ledge. I'm going to do it today and, and, um, and start drinking. I, I never, that hasn't crossed my mind. I have a cat named Opus and a dog named Camus. So you can kind of tell where my loyalties fell when I was in, when I drank a lot. I almost said alcoholic. <laughs> when I drank a lot, uh, it was red wine. Uh, it was, it was wine. You know, I, I could drink a bottle or two of real nice Cabernet. I liked the drier, the better. I liked a lot of dry whites. So let me do this before I get into the show today. Again, I, I think you're in for a big treat. This is this is going to be one of the more fun shows I put together. I've researched and I've got my my um, 
my little cheat sheet out here. I can jump on different websites and, and uh, give you some information. But I think you're really going to like this show. For those of you that have decided to quit drinking or if you're thinking of drinking, I think this, this can help you. But let me give you a trigger warning. I'm going to talk a lot about alcohol today. The whole show is about alcohol. It's about non-alcoholic drinks and my love for them and how it's helped me deal with not drinking. And I'm going to talk a lot about different coping mechanisms and ways that I've dealt with it. If you are struggling, like millions and millions of people are struggling with, with alcoholism, sobriety, and recovery, then you should not watch this show. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. This show may trigger you. Uh, 45 minutes to an hour of talking about this. Uh, for some people, it may not be the right thing. But for many of you that enjoy drinking, and maybe I have some friends of mine that will start their evening off with uh, two or three non-alcoholic beers, and then they'll have a blue moon or something. You know, but instead of having four drinks, they're having one. I think that's success. You know, and I'm, I'm not a I'm not a doctor. I have no background in any of this stuff. So don't someone pepper me saying, "Well, you're doing a disservice." You know what? I'm warning you right now, don't watch the show. Don't watch the show. After I made that post about my refrigerator, I had a picture of my refrigerator and I have, I don't know, probably 50 different types of non-alcoholic beers. And I got so many, I think I had 6,000 views and comments and people saying all these different breweries from around the world were reaching out saying, hey, what about us? And so I got online, ordered some, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll do a show a non-alcoholic show for the Living Undeterred podcast. So that's what you're going to have today. I have my top 15 non-alcoholic beers, and I'm going to unveil them today. I have them sitting over here, all the way to my number one non-alcoholic beer of all time. And I have my first five out, like they do in the NCAA tournament. I have my first five that didn't make the top 15. So I'm going to cover 20 really good non-alcoholic beers. And right at the last moment, I thought of one that I liked this summer, they don't sell it now. It's a seasonal beer, but um, I'll talk about that in a minute, but let's dive into it. You can't see this, but off the screen here, I'm going to crack open the number one, my number one beer, non-alcoholic beer. Yes. And I'm going to pour it in a glass here. I'm not going to show you the, the can just yet. You have to see that at the end of the show. But what I'm going to have here is my favorite non-alcoholic beer of all time. And... Sam Adams, actually, when I used to drink alcohol, that was my one of my favorite beers was Sam Adams. Um, this is not a Sam, Sam Adams, by the way. I'll, I'll tell you at the end of the show, this is my number one beer. But they do make a seasonal, um, and I wrote it down here. It's called uh, Just the Haze. And it's a seasonal beer that uh, I know Hy-Vee here has sold, has sold. As a matter of fact, Hy-Vee has the best non-alcoholic beers in town. I want to give a shout out to Hy-Vee. Uh, I've, I've looked in every single place in Cedar Rapids and... Without a question, Hy-Vee has the best non-alcoholic beers uh, in, in Cedar Rapids that I know of. Most of the restaurants in town do not handle non-alcoholic beers. And if they do, it's O'Doul's or, you know, Bush N.A. and some of these other ones that, that I, you know, I, I always joke that I'd rather go back to drinking alcohol than having O'Doul's. Um, that's, how, that's how bad it is for me. Um, but again, it's, it's better than drinking, I guess. But again, I, I, I go to a lot of restaurants. I eat out a lot. And I always ask them, you know, what are your N.A. choices? And... You know, Heineken Zero Zero has another one that's okay. Um, it's 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 um, it does the job, but I like uh, I like IPAs. I like wheats. I like pale ales. Uh, I like different types of. I don't like to have ten of them. Uh, I have one friend of mine that drinks uh, exclusively Bush NAs, 
and he drinks a lot of them. And, um, he used to be a heavy drinker and, uh, and, you know, at 52 years old, he decided to quit and power to him, man. I, I think that's awesome. Um, 10, 15 NAs. I, I don't know. You can't get drunk on them. Uh, I researched this quite a bit. Um, if it's less than 0.5%, the alcohol basically is out of the beer by the time you, by the time you drink it, it's out of your system. Um, and that's why it's, it's, I would say it's impossible to get drunk or get buzzed even on, I mean, you'll be peeing every five minutes anyway. So it's, um, it's not possible. And again, that's something too, that I think in regards to the non-alcoholic market, they talk about alcohol free and, um, and non-alcoholic. And some of these words are interchangeable. And I think for me, I just go pretty much if it's less than 0.5%, that's my, my staple. Um, most of what I'm going to cover tonight, the 20 non-alcoholic beers I'm going to cover are, uh, almost all less than, or they're all less than 0.5, but I think there's one or two that are considered completely zero, zero, no alcohol whatsoever. So here's my countdown. So number 15 on my list, and I got a little cheat sheet here. The first beer for choice for non-alcoholic for me, this is the first five out. Okay. These are my first five out. Uh, the first one is Polliner. Um, it's a, uh, Wiesen Rattler, Wiesen Rattler. It's a German non-alcoholic beer. Um, Polliner is an interesting story. It's to me, it's a summer, it's a summer beer. Uh, and, uh, I like it cause it's got a nice hint of lemon in it. I shouldn't say hint. It's got a very strong kicker of lemon, but I didn't know this. Uh, Polliner is actually a German brewery. It was founded in 1634 in Munich. So they're the oldest brewery on my list here. Uh, and they were one of my first five out. It says fruity, malty taste with a lemonade kicker. I will say it is a heavy beer. Uh, during the summer, I can't have more than two. Uh, it gets pretty filling to me. And um, I tend to drink one when I'm grilling out or whenever. But then I maybe shift to something lighter. But it, it, it's, a, it's a good beer. I really like it. It just didn't make my top 15. 70 calories. That's one thing you're going to find out about non-alcoholic beers. They're, they're fairly low calorie. I got a couple coming in here that are absolutely unbelievably low calories. And this one is zero, zero alcohol. So this is the, I think the only one on my list that is absolutely hundred percent no alcohol. Uh, again, that's a really good beer. I like it. It's a good summer beer. And, um, let's go do the, the next one out. So this is the fourth one out. So I'm doing my five out and then my top 15. The next one is by, and I think I'm saying this right, Bravis or Bravis. Uh, it's a, um, that's the can right here. But this is a blonde, uh, again, uh, Bre Bravis or Bravis Brewing. Uh, they were established in 2015 and they were founded by Philip Brandis. He's the owner. And this is the information I got off the website. And they're from Anaheim, California. So a nice uh, domestic um, California brew. And, uh, this one's kind of neat. It's got a hint of bananas in it and it's a very light, crisp beer. I'm, I, it's a very good summer drink, as I would say. And 77 calories and again, less than 0.5% alcohol. So, um, this brewery is actually is going to have, I think, three drinks on my, my, um, my top 15. Uh, and this is one of them that, that I think is a, a really good, um, non-alcoholic choice. And again, I'll be honest with you folks. It's hard to tell if it wasn't for the alcohol not being in these drinks. I'm not sure you could tell these are non-alcoholic. There's that much flavor. They're that good. Uh, and I, I've enjoyed drinking non-alcoholic beers now for going on four years and they, they certainly work well for me. So 
So we have Paul Hunter number five, the first five out. We have Bravis or Bravis Brewery. We have their blonde, uh, which is a super, super crisp drink. And then I think it's Sierra uh, is the next one, or Seria. I think I think it's Sierra, C-E-R-I-A. And this is uh, another really good beer I got at Hy-Vee here in Cedar Rapids. 77 calories, which again is, as you're seeing, is probably about middle of the road for uh, low, low caloric count uh, beers. And uh, alcohol is less than uh, 0.5% again. And then these guys are from um, Maryland Heights, Missouri. So this is uh, a Midwest beer. And I think uh, I got this at Hy-Vee as well. And, and they have another one of these is going to be on my list coming up. But this is a Sierra. It's called the Grain Wave. That's the name of the beer. It's called the Grain Wave. 77 calories. Um, very, very smooth beer. Um so at Sierra, our life's passion is making amazing beverages, and it is our mission to give our customers the freedom to discover and experience greatness the way you want to. Uh, a refreshing medium-bodied beverage made with blood orange peel and coriander. I think I can't say it too well, sorry. We remove the alcohol for a new spin on a Belgian-style beverage. So this is a, this is a, Bel- uh, a Belgian-style hoppy beer. Uh, very good. Um, I, I have that uh, seasonal. So I'm, I'm sorry, any season. So it, I drink that one in the winter and also the summer as well. Hopefully those of you that uh, are on teeter-tottering with drinking, this isn't setting you off. That was not the intent of this. And again, that's why I, I warn people up front. And those of you that are curious, uh, hopefully this will get you to look outside the box and try some of these really good world-class beers that other than not having alcohol, you can't tell the difference. All right. So the next one, there's an interesting beer. I had never heard of these guys until this year. It's Partake Brewing. This is their pale. And Ted Fleming is the CEO. And it says here they're award-winning craft beer. Very simple. Fruity, crisp, and citrusy. But here's the beauty of Partake, where they're head and shoulders above everyone else. Calories. If you are into low calories, which, you know, I think we all are to some level, um, then this would be your brewery of choice. Uh, as far as I know, almost every beer they have is 10 calories. That's right, 10 calories. This is a very crisp, uh, non-alcoholic choice in a frosty mug with a lemon or a lime. Uh, I, I, I think this is a this is a home run. And, and I'm, as I'm saying this, I probably should have had this in my top 15 now that I say that. Partake Pale blends fruity and floral hops to infuse the brew with bright flavors of orange zest, grapefruit, and a whisper of pine. It's dry on the palate with a delightfully crisp finish. I love the way that they're turning this into like the wine industry, um, you know. But again, since there's no alcohol, they got to sell the sizzle. <laughs> they got to they sell something because alcohol is the main reason why people drink beer. And if you take it out, then you got to make it worth drinking. So as you're going to find out when if you, when you do sample some of these, it, um, these are all very tasty beverages for uh, any time of the year. Okay. Partake, again, 10 calories, less than um, uh, 0.5%. So my last one that didn't make the list, and then I'll get in my top 15. My last one is from one of my favorite breweries. And I have three of my favorite breweries are on this list uh, that do non-alcoholic beers. And this one is probably the most popular in the marketing that I see on on anything. Was it Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it is. Um, they're very big. Twitter very big on social media. And I see them active in a lot of, you know, marathons and triathletes and a lot of people are very active. I think athletic brewing is 
the brewery that's really doing a good job marketing on that side. But this is their Cerveza Athletica. It's a non-alcoholic light copper. Um, calories are 60, so pretty low on the calories. And it's less than 0.5%, again, which is, uh, which is good. Uh, on, on far, as far as I'm concerned, anything less than 0.5% uh, is considered non-alcoholic or alcohol-free to me. Uh, this one actually is pretty neat. When you pour it in a frosty mug, it's got a really copper look to it. Um, and, uh, uh, I think it's a smooth beer and, uh, I would strongly suggest that, uh, again, that's something you could drink, uh, pretty much any time of the year. Uh, I think that's, that's good across the board. What we have next is number 15. So I need a drum roll. These are my top five of all time, or my top 15 of all five. And the 15th beer is from Partake Again, the brewery that I said was low in calories. This is their IPA. I had one this afternoon when I was uh, on my deck uh, watching uh, football and um, had a, a nice cigar with it and in a frosty mug. This has a nice color to it. It's got a really good taste. Uh, Partake is from Manhasset, New York, um, just to give you a little background. And this one says citrusy hops. And this is the very first beer ever by Partake. Um, but they have a lot of really good beer choices. Now, I'll be honest with you. Some of these breweries uh, have more beers. And I only have tried a few. So I would think that I could uh, do a follow-up show and talk about some of the other beers that I like. But yeah, they have a Blonde, which is really good, uh, which is a really good beer. Uh, but I didn't, it's not on my list. Uh, they have a blonde, a dark, a red, IPA, and a pale. So this is the IPA again. This is number 15 on my top 15. And again, very smooth, nice uh, IPA you could have pretty much any time of the year. Uh, I would think that'd be a really good uh, winter beer as well um, if you like to drink, um, you know, hoppier, seasonal type, um, uh, darker beers during the winter. So that's what the, again, Partake is the one with the super low calories if you're really into that. So they're number, they're number 15 on my list. And uh, number 14, another really good one. Uh, I had this uh, tailgating a couple weeks ago at an Iowa football game. This is from, uh, again, I apologize. It's either Bravis or Bravis. I'm, I'm going to say the Bravis. That sounds uh, sounds more correct than Bravis. So uh, Bravis Brewery, and uh, they are um, they're out of Anaheim, California. This is their non-alcoholic blood orange IPA. Uh, Awesome, 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 awesome drink. Um, really bitter orange. It's hoppy. It's tangy. It's probably not one you're going to sit down and have, you know, four or five of them. Uh, but uh, again, I think it's a good one to, to start your evening off if you'd like really to start your evening off with a nice, nice, um, flavorful uh, drink. Um, and with a cigar, it, it pairs perfectly. Uh, and <laughs> this one's really funny. It has 100 calories, which isn't the funny part, but on their website, I think you'll get a kick out of this. Again, like I said, they take the alcohol out, so they got to add some some uh, comedy into this. But it said pairings. This pairs well with salads, deli meats, and ice cream. Yes, ice cream. I had to think about that for a minute. Um, I've never thought of having a a uh, a bitter orange, hoppy, tangy beer with ice cream. But you know what? Maybe it'll have to be a a podcast or a blog I write about. But um, supposedly this beer goes very well with ice cream. I don't know what kind of ice cream, sherbet, lime sherbet, who knows, but uh, 
someone needs to try that and let me know what they think about it. Uh, I'm not a big ice cream eater. Uh, I don't eat deli meats and I guess I could try it with salad. But um, anyway, most of these go well with, and again, I eat a lot of fish. So I have salmon. I do a lot of um, halibut. Um, I do a lot of trout, uh, walleye and stuff like that. Um, I don't eat a lot of meat, but I would assume almost all these pair very well with most anything that you that you eat. But by the time you, I go through my list tonight, if you can't find a good non-alcoholic beer, then I don't know what to tell you because this is a pretty, pretty all-encompassing list. Uh, but there's a lot out there I've never tried that I'm really excited about trying. That's one fun thing about this journey I'm on. It's I, I, I see new ones all the time, and so I order a six-pack or, or um, you know, case. A lot of times they'll give you a discount for the first case you order. Uh, and, um, try a bunch and see which ones you like. And then when your friends come over, you know, offer them a non-alcoholic beer. When they see you having one, you can be that good influence on them. And I've noticed a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends that were, you know, heavy drinkers like I was, um, now they drink a lot more non-alcoholic beers. Um, and that's good. It makes me feel good that I'm making a difference in, in how people look at this. Some, sometimes in life, you just got to take the lead and people will follow you. And, um, you know, we all have the ability to do that and, and giving up drinking and not drinking is definitely taking the lead for a lot of people, uh, especially people in your life that are alcoholics and they're battling addiction and substance abuse. Um, it can be important for that. So, so now we are on number 13 and this is an awesome one. I just tried this for the first time two weeks ago. This is with BrewDog and BrewDog rocks, literally, as you're going to find out. These guys are awesome. But this particular beer is called the Fermented Friendship. And it's got 100 calories and it's alcohol less than 0.5%. And uh, boy, BrewDog has some unbelievable... If you go to their website and you type in the non-alcoholic part, uh, they have some really, really, really good choices here. And you're going to see uh, some of my favorites are, um, uh, are on this list. Um, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight. I mean, they got nine or 10 different NAs, but this one right here is an interesting one. It says BrewDog Cleveland Kitchen Fermented Friendship. Uh, and I'll read this in the back here. Fresh, fermented, delicious. These are the pillars of Cleveland Kitchen who believe that world-class culinary fermented foods are a key to a healthier diet and should be effortless for people to savor them on any occasion. Here at BrewDog, we couldn't agree more. Thus, a fermented friendship was born. This non-alcoholic brew has robust malt notes that pair perfectly with Cleveland Kitchen's classic caraway kraut. So, again, really nice. You're not going to sit down and have four or five of these. But this was a, a mild surprise a couple weeks ago uh, when I was ordering. What's really cool about some of these companies, and I found this out as I started following them and ordering is they have routinely seasonal beers that pop up and they'll have pilot programs where they'll have limited editions, limited offers, and you can get in, try some of these. And then a month or so later, it's off the website. Um, so a lot of times you can get beers that you cannot buy in, in stores. You can't get it high V, but if you get on their websites and you do it frequently, sometimes you can catch some of these, uh, some of these new offerings that come out. And this particular one was a new offering that I just saw and uh, ordered it, and it was it was awesome. Um, so that is called uh, BrewDog is the brewery. I'm going to spend a little bit of time about uh, about BrewDog because I have um, a great affinity for them. They do a really good job in the non-alcoholic beer uh, 
And uh, they are in a, I think, Scotland brewery. I think they're known for brew pubs and uh, a brewery in, I can't remember the town, but it's in Scotland, I'm pretty sure. Uh, number, oh, and that one has 100 calories, by the way. So again, you're seeing here that the calories aren't, they aren't astronomical, but um, 12, let's talk about 12. Now this one, again, I got this one at Hy-Vee for the first time, and this is the first, uh, the first uh, time on the list, my top 15, that uh, well-being is on the list. This is Well-Being Brewery. This is their Hellraiser. Yes, you notice the Bigfoot here? This is in honor of Eddie from Iron Maiden. And as you see, there's going to be a heavy metal theme tonight as I go through the rest of the show. Hellraiser. Dark Amber. This thing kicks ass. Sorry. Arse. Kicks arse. How's that? Uh, well-being is, uh, looks like they're in Virginia Beach, Virginia, but uh, they are domestic and they are another one that I see pretty much now at, at most places that sell non-alcoholic beers. I see well-being. Uh, and well-being Hellraiser is an amber, a perfect balance of floral, aroma, and spicy hops. We use the latest in brewing technology to ever so gently remove the alcohol from our fully fermented craft brews. When we're finished, you have a true-to-taste brew that is non-alcoholically delicious. 12 grams carbs, 2.5 proteins, basically no fat, and 80 calories in the Hellraiser. And again, I, I really like this one. This was one of my first introductions to NAs. I've been drinking this one for a couple of years. Uh, again, it's got a really good, unique taste to it. And um, I would really recommend that if you uh, are, are um, able to get to Hy-Vee here in Cedar Rapids, and I'm sure any of the Hy-Vees in the state, if you're in Iowa, you could grab uh, the Hellraiser. But like I said, I order online and all these companies can get you these non-alcoholic beers under a week's time frame. So pretty quick to do and easy to order. So uh, 80 calories and less than half a percent alcohol. So really good there on that end. So I like this beer. Uh, to me, it's um, it's a pretty full beer. Again, it's another one you're not going to sit down and have three or four of them. At least I don't, uh, but it's a really nice one to start your evening out. And uh, let's go to uh, number 11 and then we'll get to the top 10. So number 11 on my list is Back to Athletic Brewing. This is probably their flagship beer. It's called Upside Down. It's perfect. I mean, if you're Going on a bike, if you're biking and you want to stop at a bar and, and a lot of your friends are drinking beer and eating wings and they jump back on a bike and they probably feel like crap, you could have a couple of these, take a couple of these with you on a cooler or whatever, fishing, mowing the yard. I mean, there's so many amazing things you can do with non-alcoholic beer. This one right here is smooth. You can probably have four or five of these if you wanted to and watch a football game. Um, sometimes the non-alcoholic beers kind of leave that taste in your mouth, especially if you're drinking the stronger ones. That you're not going to have, you know, four or five, but this one you probably could. I can honestly tell you the most NAs I've ever had in one day was probably four was my maximum. Maybe five tailgating uh, or maybe a, a party or something. But most of the times, most nights for me, it's it's no more than two, maybe maybe three tops. So it's not something where I'm sitting down and having a lot of them. But this one right here, out of all the ones I mentioned, this one and Partake are probably so far the ones that you could have quite a few if you wanted to. Um, really like this particular beer. Like I said, it's probably their flagship, um, 50 calories again, which is awesome. Uh, you've seen some of these tonight have been hundred, 110. 
70 seems to be around the average. And then uh, partake obviously at 10, but this is, I think, uh, the second lowest one uh, at 50 calories. Um, Athletic Brewing, I've got a couple of their t-shirts I bought online, also Wellbeing. A lot of these companies have merchandise. Uh, and um, I'm also going to reach out to some of these companies to sponsor us on our tour. Uh, so again, that's upside down. I really like it. All right. We're about halfway through the show. Top 10. Here's my top 10 non-alcoholic beers that I've had to date. And I'm adding, seems like almost every week, every other week, I get another company that I get introduced to online because of social media posts. And I'm willing to try anything as long as it doesn't have alcohol. Number 10, going back to Sierra. This is their second, I think they only have two NAs. This one's called Indie Wave. And this is hoppy with smooth citrus character. This is vegan, which I think almost all these are vegan, uh, and non-GMO, which for some people are important, I guess for me it is too. 99 calories, and this one has 0.0 alcohol. This is a pure non-alcoholic. So, so far, only two on my list, Polliner and Sierra, are completely non-alcohol. These are, uh, this is a group from uh, Maryland Heights, Missouri, so just south of us. Uh, a flavorful beverage that perfectly balances Cascade, Citra, and Amarillo hops with light caramel malts for a smooth citrus character. We remove the alcohol for a new spin on a truly extraordinary liquid. Really, really good. Uh, out of the two that Sierra makes, this is the other one they had. This is their uh, Green Wave. I prefer this one. This is, this is the one I like. It's not that I don't like this. I just like this one better. So again, great job, Sierra. I love this uh, beer. It's uh, 99 calories, which again, uh, I'm, not, I'm not drinking for these for the caloric intake. I, 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 as you can tell, I've lost, a, I lost 35 pounds when I quit drinking uh, about four years ago. And I weigh now, what I, I weigh three pounds less than I weighed my senior year in high school and I'm 55 years old. And a lot of that came for not drinking alcohol. Uh, at my peak, I was up over 180. So, and that was just, you know, four years ago. And people see me, they think I've got some, some health issue or, or I'm, I'm not eating. And I, I'll be honest with you, I just quit drinking. And once I quit drinking, I slept better. I ate better. I think better. Uh, everything I do is better. Uh, and I attribute that to uh, an alcohol-free life by choice. And this is coming from somebody who was drinking alcohol since about 10th grade in high school, 10th or 11th grade. Matter of fact, my senior in high school, I, I had an incident where I got suspended. Uh, a bunch of us seniors at, I went to Solon High School, we got suspended. And I missed, um, I don't remember what it was, six or seven games my senior in high school. Uh, when I was 33, I had a drunk driving and spent a night in jail, which wasn't fun. I don't recommend that. Spending a night in jail, not a good time. But I deserved it. I was drunk. I shouldn't have been driving. I got lucky. I'm grateful I didn't kill somebody. I was. I, I refused the breathalyzer, and uh, so I don't know to this day what my blood alcohol limit was. But when you refused at the time, I did it. I don't know, 20 years ago. That was more than that. Like 22 years ago, 23 years ago. You lost your license and you had a breathalyzer go through all the different classes. So I went through all the, the, the addiction classes and all that. But, you know, I'm, I 100% deserved it. And I'd like to say it, it taught me a lesson. And um, here I am today. I don't drink. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, 
obviously there was a gap of time there where I, I picked up drinking again and, uh, but I didn't drive drunk. Um, I believe I could say that. And, um, I think the moral of the story is that, uh, I was, I was very fortunate with alcohol in my life, not becoming a problem. Uh, probably made a number of very poor choices. I know my gambling when I gambled for a long time, uh, as compulsive gambler, which I write about in my book, uh, in, in my thirties, uh, it's going to Las Vegas three, four, five times a year playing, uh, blackjack was my problem. And I drank, uh, excessively at the tables. And there'd be times when I would be 24 hours at a table. And again, I write about this in the book because at this time, at this point in my life, I really don't care what people think about me. Um, I don't, I don't have any secrets I'm taking to my grave. Uh, I, I have problems, but being vulnerable has helped me deal with my problems personally. And, um, I'm okay with that. And not everybody can talk about their issues because they're too worried what people think. And I don't really care. People don't want to read my book. They don't have to buy it. They don't want to watch my podcast. They don't have to watch it. So how's that? <laughs> I don't, I'm not that complicated of a person at 55 years old. I probably at 35 cared what people thought today. I don't I lost a son and lost my wife. So, um, I got bigger fish to fry right now in my life than worrying about what people think about me. How's that? ADD is great. I just absolutely lost where I was and got off track. But being that this is my own podcast, I can do that. And I appreciate your patience, <laughs> but I'll get back on track here. All right. So number 10, Sierra, Indie Wave. Great job. That's my last edition of Sierra on the, on the list. Um, really enjoy that beer a lot. And let's move on to number nine. And this is a surprise. Absolute surprise. I actually forgot about this beer and I was making the list and I was going through my refrigerator because I was trying to find some good options and I saw this one I had left and I thought, wow, this is cool. I forgot about this one. This is from Coralville, Iowa, just 15 miles south where I'm taping this. Back Pocket Brewery. This is their Sunday morning pineapple mango sour ale. Awesome. Super. Um, it's a light pineapple and sour mango ale. Um, I couldn't find the calories though. So I'm not going to guess, but if I had to guess, I'd say a hundred. I don't know. It seems like that's what the average has been or a little bit less. And alcohol is less than 0.5%. But this is uh back pocket is a, is a local brewery here in Iowa. Um, they make some really good alcoholic beers. And when I did drink, um, I, I loved some of the beers that they had. I don't remember the names of them now because I haven't drank it four years, but this one right here is a very interesting, um, okay. Our sour program now includes a non-alcoholic option for those who enjoy the taste of beer, but want to ditch the side effects of alcohol. Sunday morning is an easy drinking light pineapple and mango sour ale. I love it. It's really good. It's, it's smooth. Again, you're not going to have four or five of these. Um, but as I said, it's it's a Sunday morning. If you want to watch NFL football or college football, this is probably a really good tailgating beer, uh, NA beer. Uh, again, it's um, Back Pocket Brewery. So that was kind of a surprise. I actually forgot about them. Uh, that beer had been in my refrigerator for a while, and I obviously drank the rest of them I had in there, and I forgot I had that one. But Back Pocket Brewery, and again, it's their Sunday morning pineapple mango sour ale. Really good, really good. And also, if somebody has suggestions after this posts, reach out to me. Uh, I, I'd love to experiment with some more of these. Maybe have a follow-up show 
uh, maybe another new top 10 of brand new ones that aren't are on this list. And any brewery, any organization out there that um, would like to reach out to me as well. Uh, I'm, I'm promoting healthier choices. That's all I'm promoting. You know, I, I don't have an agenda. Uh, I don't have a coaching program or a motivational speaking courses that people can sign up for. Um, I have a book. That's all I sell. You know, other than that, next summer I'll be, I'll be raising money for my nonprofit and for mental health, substance abuse and addiction on our, on our tour next summer. So I think non-alcoholic beers for the right people are, are, is a really good choice. Okay. So let's get to number eight, an old standard St. Pauli girl. They make a really good real beer. They also make a really good non-alcoholic beer. St. Pauli girl is an interesting, interesting story. When I was doing research on them, um, a, let's see, German lager, pleasant, hoppy aroma, well-balanced and crisp. And you notice there's not a lot of these are in bottles. Uh, non-alcoholic beers are mostly made in cans, but some of the really good ones have been in bottles. So two of mine on the list tonight are bottles. Uh, this is one of them, St. Pauli. Really good. Um, and uh, this one is available in some restaurants. Uh, this and Heineken Zero are the main bottle ones I've seen in restaurants. Uh, Bex also makes an NA, which is a good one as well. As a matter of fact, I think Bex and St. Pauli are the same company. Um, I'm not sure on that, but I think when I was doing research, I saw something on Wikipedia that maybe Bex owns these guys or something like that. But anyway, uh, let's see. A past gold medal winner for the American Tasting Institute and the best imported non-alcoholic malt beverage. This is the number one imported non-alcoholic beer in the United States. Number one imported. 93 calories and less than 0.5% alcohol. Very good choice. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with St. Pauli Girl any time of the year. I like to drink all my NAs in frosty mugs. So my refrigerator has a dozen frosty mugs. My friends come over, we pop a few NAs. The nice thing that's really cool is now I have some friends that come over and we'll sit on the deck, have a cigar, maybe grill out. And I'll just introduce them to these new NAs. It's like, it's like a baseball card collection. You know, sit around with your friends and you, you swap baseball cards and you talk about the new ones and the, the really cool ones. Well, this is kind of a little culture now that I'm in a little group of our friends that we get together and we talk about these NAs and you know, I, it's healthy. I, I initially, I almost regretted doing this show. I thought it'd be taken the wrong way, but again, uh, it helps me and I don't, I'm not too worried if somebody at this point hasn't figured out that this is a trigger rule and that's their, that's, that's, they have more problems than that. Um, you know, if you've made it this far, then obviously this stuff hasn't set you off. All right. So St. Pauli NA, super choice, nice bottle beer. I prefer to drink mine out of a frosty mug, but um, that's just me. Number seven, we'll go back to well-being. This one, I just got introduced uh, a couple weeks ago as well. It is awesome. I probably should have it higher on my list, but it's number seven. Well-being, Going Places IPA. Um, it says here on their website, it's a blend of three West Coast hops. And it's a 16-ounce tall boy. So it's the first one that's a 16-ounce tall boy. I have another one coming up here in a couple picks. Uh, it's a hit, hit hints of citrus, mango, and pineapple. Vegan and non-GMO. 99 calories, less than 0.5%. Really good. I mean, uh, well-being does a super job. Uh, pro, again, um... Carbs, 17 grams, calories, 99, uh, no fat, uh, protein, three grams. Uh, again, they're, I would say athletic brewing and, and well-being are the two 
at least the ones around here that are the two big ones. Brewdog, obviously, globally is is a is a really popular one as well, along with St. Pauli and stuff. But well-being and, and athletic brewing seem to be the ones where when I go to stores or go to Hy-Vee, places like that, they, they seem to have the most representation. This is just an awesome international pale ale. I just absolutely love this one. Absolutely love it. I, I can't speak enough on this. And um, uh, I'm almost embarrassed it's not my top five. Um, number seven. So again, well-being, uh, awesome, awesome brewery. And um, uh, they, I think, appear three times on my list. Um, I think they had the uh, the Hellraiser was the other one they had. Then they have another one coming up here in a few picks. But uh, you can't go wrong with well-being. Uh, very impressed with them. Uh, and I buy most of theirs online. They deliver them pretty quick. But again, like I said, a lot of the stores are starting to have. I, I think the NA industry is booming. <laughs> Booming. I, I remember five years ago. Well, I say let's say four years ago is when I quit. If I went to a grocery store, two or three maybe of uh, non-alcoholic beers you could buy. Tops maybe four. Uh, Coors I think has an NA. Bush has an NA. O'Doul's has an NA. You know those those are. I hate to be disparaging, but those are kind of watered down versions of alcoholic beers that just for me don't do it. Uh, they're they're. Um, they're not very flavorful for me, uh, but I'm, I'm sure for a lot of people that drank alcohol that that are used to drinking Bush and Coors and they want to drink a, an NA version because psychologically it feels like they're drinking a Coors and power to them. Uh, I like the flavors of these things. That's that's the main reason why I drink. It's uh, the psychological part is part of it probably. Having a frosty mug is you know makes me feel like I'm drinking a beer, I guess. Uh, but uh, the flavor of it's really what what gets me into staying with it. Uh, let's move to number six. Back to Athletic Brewing, another really solid, hazy IPA. Super. Um, this is their Free Wave. Uh, again, hazy IPA. Athletic Brewing, this is loaded with Amarillo, Citrus, and Mosaic mosaic Hops. 70 calories, less than 0.5%. Another really good one in a frosty mug. Has a great visual appeal to it. Um, it's, it's a darker looking beer. Um, kind of similar to something like this, if not a little darker. Um, but man, Athletic Brewing is, um, they're, they're a pioneer in this industry. Like I said, when I look online and you look at uh, non-alcoholic beers that are uh, active in the active industry, so you've got camping, you've got outdoor, you've got biking, you've got fishing, um, any of those type of things, uh, Athletic Brewing's done a really, really good job uh, investing very heavily in, in that area. Um, some of these companies are carbon neutral, which is kind of cool. Uh, some will plant a tree for every case of beer that is, that is purchased and just really neat things that they're doing to help the, um, to help the, uh, the world, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, so that's the new wave. That's number six on the list. That's from athletic brewing, seven calories, less than half or 0.5% alcohol. So now we'll run my top five. These are my top five non-alcoholic beers as of, um, as of right now in my life. And this, this will change because I, I've been sampling many, many NAs that are, that are awesome. Number five on the list is back to brew dog. This is their Elvis AF. Um, I'm not really sure what AF stands for. I, I think I know, but I'm not going to say, but for those of you that want to make it, whatever you want to stand for, go ahead. Elvis AF. Uh, they have quite a few other beers that end in AF. So I assume it means the same thing, but, um, 
here's another one that's not on my list. This is their Nanny State, which is a really good one. Uh, but they have um, uh, Punk AF, which is another one of theirs that didn't make my list. Those are so Brewdog just is unbelievable. I one of my favorite breweries for non-alcoholic beers on the planet is Brewdog. Uh, their Elvis AF is great, um, smooth. It's got grapefruit notes, which is really cool. That's the only one on the list so far that has the word grapefruit in it. Uh, a chorus of orange and citrus. I just get a kick out of how they describe these NA beers. Like I said, when you take out the alcohol, you have to sell the sizzle. And the sizzle is, now it's, like I said, kind of comparing it to buying uh, high-quality red wines. 49 calories. Pretty good. Uh, so far, you're not having many under 50. Athletic Brewing, Partake, and Brewdog, the Elvis AF, uh, 49 calories and less than 0.5%. Um, okay, so uh, we're coming up on just a little bit under an hour. So hopefully, this has been a fast hour, I tell you that. Um, and I could go on forever. Um, well, not forever. I could go on for a while with this. Uh, number four, I'm going to go back to Athletic Brewing. Um, this is their GTAC Amber. Now, this is a, a pilot program, if you notice here. So this is not one that's on their website all the time. Matter of fact, I just saw this a month ago, maybe, tops, um, and I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, so this is number four on the list, GTAC Amber. I had one of these actually um, last on, on uh, last night uh, with a cigar on my deck. Perfect. Uh, 100 calories, alcohol less than 0.5%, um, and uh, a really good, really good drink. Again, another athletic brewing um, uh, final here. Uh, it's a pilot program beer, so I'm, I'm not sure how long it'll be on the on their website. Uh, but it's their GTAC Amber. Uh, I also noticed when I went to their website a little while ago, and they had a number of different uh, new, um, oh, I don't know what you call these, uh, pilot program beers, I guess, or seasonal beers. Uh, but they had two or three other new ones on there that I'd never seen. I've never drank yet. So I may have to order them, but this one right here, again, their GTAC Amber pilot program. This is from athletic brewing. Um, super, super beer. Um, certainly deserves to be in my top five of all time. Um, I mean, so this is number three. Uh, this is back to well-being. Now this one, you can see if you go to Hy-Vee or some of the stores around here, this is a popular one. This is another tall boy, 16 ounce tall boy. This is from the Wellbeing Brewery. This is their intentional IPA. This has an unbelievable flavor to it. I mean, it just explodes and it's got a beautiful color to it, dark hue to it. Let me read what it says here. Uh, bitter taste of mosaic and citra hops, refreshingly punctuated with pineapple and peach notes. Um, I couldn't find the calories on it. I looked on their website and I looked on their beer and I, oh, I'm sorry, 97. I guess I was lazy, didn't type it down. 97 calories, 13 carbs, and less than 0.5% alcohol. Um, certainly this deserves to be in my top three of all time. Uh, I think it was the first beer of well-being I ever had. And you can see the only two 16 ounces are both well-beings. Um, this one I bought online, this one they had in the store. Um, and I'd say they're almost neck and neck. I think I had that at number seven and this was at number three. So again, really good IPA. Can't go wrong with uh, with Wellbeing, uh, Athletic Brewing and Brewdog. Those seem to be the three that had the most on my list. 
So now that gets me to number two. Again, I just talked about another pilot program from this company. This is Athletic Brewing again. So they have two of my top five, Athletic Brewing does. And um, this is, I, I, I'm not sure, enough. I think it's Rice Hellas or Ellis, or, but it's R-I-C-E-H-E-L-L-E-S. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, I couldn't get a lot of information on their website on the contents and stuff, but um, it's one of my, one of my go-to non-alcoholic beers. And again, I've only been drinking this one and the GTAC Amber, honestly, probably less than a month. But right now, if I had, as I say, a gun to my head and I had to just pick my go-to beer um, for that special occasion or a nice expensive cigar or the Hawks win their bowl game, something amazing, I'll crack open one of these. You can't go wrong. Super. I almost could have put this number one. But... My number one beer, my number one beer, and we're at the 58 minute mark, perfect timing. So my number one beer of all time, this is, this is it real quick. This is it. And I have a lot of reasons why I love this beer. First of all, I love the band. This is from BrewDog and this is their Ghost Walker. And you know, I'm into heavy metal and you know, I like the skulls. See Eddie right behind me. This is probably, you know, Iron Maiden, by the way, makes a hell of a good beer. They make, I think, two or three really good beers, except they're not non-alcoholics. So, again, uh, if you like to drink beer, uh, who am I to judge? You like Iron Maiden? They do make a good beer. But for now, they don't make an NA. But I'm hoping when Bruce Dickinson and I meet up someday on the tour, uh, I can get him and Judas Priest to make a non-alcoholic beer. I'll be really, really happy. Um, I just got to call Rob Halford and see if he's available. Um, Lamb of God is the heavy metal band that they partnered with, Brewdog did, which is effing awesome. Lamb of God, if you're into heavy metal, they are they're heavy, real heavy. Uh, I like their music. They're really good. Uh, I wouldn't say they're one of my top 10 heavy metal bands, um, probably not even top 20, but I, I think they've got some really good heavy metal music if you like that type of music. Um, those of you who follow me know that I love heavy metal. Um, matter of fact, so does Bigfoot. He loves it as well. And obviously Eddie does too. But this is the Ghost Walker, sorry, from Brewdog, partnered with Lamb of God. And this is <laughs> um, tropical aromas harmonized with metal and beer. You gotta love that. Grassy pine notes all sitting on a solid malt baseline. Come on. That sounds like um, Bruce Dickinson wrote that or something. Uh, that, that's just, I'll say that again. Grassy pine notes all sitting on a solid malt baseline. Isn't that beautiful? It's Shakespearean stuff. Anyway, this is my number one. Uh, this is it uh, for a while. I don't know if anything's going to ever beat this for me. Um, I think the combination of a skull and heavy metal and plus it's a really damn good beer. Uh, wins it for me. So that's it. Exactly one hour. Isn't this amazing? And I didn't rehearse this at all. This has been a great show. I very much appreciate it. I want to thank all the beers, the breweries. I really want to thank them for thinking of us, the non-drinkers, 
the people that are trying to change their lives for the better. And these companies took a risk by coming into the non-alcoholic beer space. There, there wasn't a space. It was a dead space. Um, and nobody's advertising. The only company I see on TV right now is Heineken that markets non-alcoholic beers. Um, no one else does it. I can see. So I'm grateful that some of the corporate America, corporate uh, corporations of the world, they can see the benefit uh, that you, they can sell a product that doesn't kill people. Um, alcohol arguably causes more damage than, than any drug ever sold. <laughs> um, certainly legally, um, maybe, maybe tobacco, uh, would be right up there as well, but, uh, alcohol deaths per year, um, dwarf a lot of the other types of deaths in, 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 in the mental health space that I'm in. I've lost two family members to, to this, uh, addiction, um, substance abuse addiction. So bravo to these companies that, that, that took the time to take a chance and, um, by virtue of the number of companies coming into this space, I have to think that they're making money. I have to think that they're doing okay. Uh, and shows like mine and podcasts like these can help spread the word that, you know, uh, there are healthy choices out there. Cheers to everybody out there that's had a chance to savor the taste of non-alcoholic beers. And you know what? If it doesn't work for you, then don't drink it. Drink water, drink pop, uh, Gatorades, whatever you want to drink. Uh, but for many of you that will work, it will, it will be a nice bridge from being a drunk and being, you know, sober. Um, even though this has 0.5%, um, you can't get drunk on it. So again, I, I didn't post this with the intent to argue with anybody. Cause really, like I said, I, I have no medical background in this. I just know it works for me and that's the most important thing. So I think as I wrap up the show tonight, I just want to tell everybody this. Um, I really appreciate everyone's following the Living Undeterred Project, uh, the book, the podcast, the blogs, the interviews have been uh, humbling, awe-inspiring, life-changing, inspirational, educational. I met some amazing people on this journey so far. And you know what? I'm just getting started. The Living Undeterred U.S. Tour takes off next summer, May 9th. And for 95 days, my sons and I and my cat and Mike Pierce, Antarctic Mike, and some other people that I know are going to travel the country. It's a massive commitment on my part. Uh, I'm, I'm giving up a lot to do this, but I think what I'm going to get back in stories and uh, therapy for me is going to be overwhelming, but uh, something I want to do and something I'm very excited about. So with that, uh, have a great evening. Hopefully this was beneficial. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. And as always, keep living undeterred.